inside college football. This is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, everybody. Marty Jenkins here alongside my buddy Alvin Reed. It's the College Football Connection, and we are in week 12. Can't believe it. I appreciate y'all tuning in throughout the last several weeks. Seems like yesterday, Alvin, we sat down to do our first uh, podcast of the year, and here we are three months later, and you got money in your pocket from the Jayhawks. Uh, they put money over in my pocket. Over one and a half wins, baby. <laughs> they put put some money in my pocket, uh, but just the – you know, just the, the joy of seeing them win a game. They, you know, weren't supposed to win, even if it was against the Texas team. And, you know, they got issues on defense, obviously. But, hey, man, I, I've been telling you, Lance Leipold, it looks, it looks better. It sounds better. It's just an improvement on where we've been, especially over the last 10 years. And I think it, it paid off, you know. And it couldn't have ended more dramatically. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, you know, and, and, the, and the commentators are talking about, like, hey, if they score here, they're probably going to go for two. I, mean, I, was, and we I'm were, thinking, I think everybody everybody knew they were going to go for two. We're, we're, we're going to go for two. But he gets rushed out of the pocket, and to, every time a quarterback rushes out of the pocket and goes towards the sidelines, you think they're just going to toss the ball somewhere right. out of bounds. But I'm thinking, you know, somebody's going to have to get open. He's got a little bit of time, and then that guy catches it, and we got his parents in the stands right. who recorded it. I mean, it was just perfect. Uh, uh, former walk-on. Fullback. What was his, what's his uh, name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Oh, that was former amazing. Former walk-on, now scholarship, not before, you know, that play. Uh, got NIL deal. Yep. You know, um, it just it just it was just amazing. And, you know, when you when it's all said and done, you know, we put 50-plus on, you know, Texas, yeah, that's a little ridiculous right. on Texas's part. But hey, you know, uh, two wins. You go to TCU. Um, they've got an interim coach, but they've been playing a lot better since they fired their coach. And then you got West Virginia at home. So I mean, if you could win one more game and and go out at three wins, I mean, these guys didn't even coach spring football. Well, and so, and something I'm thinking, you know, I I um. And for the record, I will state it right now. I do think, you know, that win, even though it's only win number two, that win will help recruiting. Whether it's one player or two players, they are we're going to have seen that game, and they're going to think, okay, maybe there's something going on there. I think also it will help us retain the guys that have committed to play, including a kid from DeSmet. Uh, I, I think if you if you saw that. The special moment. You you saw that there's there's hope for this program. Yeah. You also like, hey, they took Oklahoma right down to it, and a fluky play may have saved Oklahoma. Yeah. If you go through every game, Coastal Carolina, they didn't beat you down until, you know, the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Duke, you were winning halfway through the into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You didn't have the lasting you know, power to hang on. You couldn't close. But one reason I think they won and one reason they took Oklahoma right down to the wire is because I think they're getting stronger as the season goes on. Right, right. And they've competed in every game, even the blowouts. We've gotten some late touchdowns, whatnot. So I everything's looking up, even at two wins. Uh it is. I, right. And and I don't want to rain on the parade here, but but I did take a look at this game and if you're out there betting, I do see a little bit of a letdown, and I really, really, really like TCU to cover three touchdowns. Uh, well, 
and the under. I like TCU to cover 21. I think they'll be up that by the half. I just think you see a letdown after last week. You know, TCU's not the greatest, but they can score points, and I think they cover 21, and I like the under. All right, I would take I, I would take the Jayhawks to, to, to cover the 21, mm-hmm. but that being said, I'm not delusional. I You know, another road game, you gotta you got to put that – Texas win behind you. Then you got to play on the road again. Yep. And TCU is now very wary of what, you know, Devin Neal running back and, yep. the, you know, Jalen Daniels, the quarterback, if he plays, because well, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah. And and I've told, you know, some of my friends and whatnot, I said, like, hey, I'd redshirt him. I'm, he might not play. Yeah. I just just don't, you know, and it's, it's a lot of people, commenters say, like, no, you know, you got to be all in. You know, just like but and in week twelve? Well week twelve, but here's the thing. He still he could take his um uh COVID season. So, I mean, that's that's he could be there. He could play another three years. So has he got a presser tonight, Leave Leipold, or will he announce it tonight? Like is that the Friday I night? I think he could I think he can wait up until game time. Okay. Uh, be interesting. But I think it's what he will do, all right, is leave it up to the leave it up to the kid and the kid's parents. He said, "Like, listen, I want you to play, which is the right thing to but, do. But, but, but you talk this over with your parents. Or, yeah, you know, but I'm, I don't want you to just decide. I don't want you and your teammates to decide. I'm, you know, like I want your your family input. Yep, your your high school coach. Talk to all these people, and you know, if you, if I'm fifty one percent, I want to play. This is live poll. If I'm fifty one percent." I want you to play. That means I'm only 49%. I don't want you to play. Right, right. And what, we try and, what would we be trying to do right now? We would be trying to either beat TCU or West Virginia and uh-huh. get a third win. All right. And I even heard this. I thought about this, too. What if he doesn't play TCU? Okay. And either you win or you lose. But let's say you lost. Okay. You got a chance to beat West Virginia and to be 3-8 and eight and a chance to go into spring football you're the starting quarterback, and that that might that could be worth it because you do have those. Uh, you got two years plus the the bonus, and that year. momentum does carry over into the next year. Well, especially since cases. since like this coaching staff did not coach this team in spring football. He got hired the day of the spring football game. Right. Then those coaches came with him like it was in the summer, and then because of the shortened, you know, summer programs, because we were still you know not COVID ravaged, but. Nothing was the same, you know, even last summer. So it, the fact that they'll get to coach them in spring football is another good thing. Pros and cons to both, but I think we'll find out game time. Yeah, like I think said. so too. My guess is that he's he's going to play. Okay. Lamar, how many years are you going to play anyway? I mean, you know, you played this year and you showed you could play. Now, if you play three more years, what? and you're either going to play professional football or you're not, yeah. and you'll know that by the third year, so – uh, I maybe the second. <laughs> yeah. Well, or put it this way: what, how high achievement could the um, Jayhawks reach in three years? You know, I still don't think they're college football playoff team, and they no. could, they could be a legitimate seven win team, and then it might just be say like, look, we went to a bowl game, we won our bowl game, and I I don't think we'll be. 11 wins. We're not creating, recreating the Mangino right, years. Not yet. With, was it Davis Webb? Was it, uh, What was the quarterback's name? Um, Reesing? Yeah. Todd? Todd Reesing. We're not, those days aren't coming back. Right. Now, Todd Reesing wasn't nothing. Who, who knew who Todd Reesing was? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, quite frankly, Jalen Daniels is a higher recruited quarterback than Reesing was. I didn't know you back then, uh, but you, you were probably just living. <laughs> you were riding high every weekend <laughs> well, like, during those Mangino I was, years. I was, uh, I was in the stadium because it was homecoming weekend when we put the 76 trombones on Nebraska. <laughs> and I, Did you go to Case Arrowhead when they played? Was it the Sooners or go. Mizzou? I did not go because that was Mizzou. Mizzou. That was a Saturday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll send you a column that I, I, I wrote uh, – that that was the day we got Riley the Yellow Lab, okay. who we had for 14 years before he passed away just last spring. Rest but in I, peace. I told the story about Riley, and that was we got him that morning. So yep. after I lost, I was had we loved it. I was just crushed. But I had my puppy, so it was hard. To- <laughs> I heard it was a cold and windy night. It was then. a cold, windy night, and <laughs> man, we got the ball down six and got they got a safety on us. And, yep, and it would have had to be like a 97 yard drive, but. I was still like, man, if he could just get the ball to Briscoe, if he could just get the ball to Briscoe, uh, you know, and maybe something magical could happen. What was his first name? Isaiah Briscoe? Uh, uh, I forgot. What? Those yep. were some good times. Yep. And then, right. then, of course, to finish the story, you know, Missouri lost to Oklahoma, got blown out. <sighs> and then our Lou Perkins, who one of the smartest and fewest good things he did, immediately got in touch with the Orange Bowl as soon as the game was over and said, like, I'll FedEx you a check or wire you the money for every seat allotted to Kansas Jayhawks and the team and everybody else. Wow. And the Orange Bowl said, you're in. <laughs> and that's how Missouri ended up playing in the Cotton Bowl, even wow. though they had beat us. And we got to play in the BCS game and won. Beat Virginia Tech. I think it was Desmond Briscoe. I can't. Desmond, that's, yeah, that yeah. is it. It was yeah. Desmond Briscoe. He could play. Yeah, he could play. Did he play in the league? I think a little bit. Okay. A little bit. A cup of coffee. He's a little thin. He was a little thin. He could move, of. man. He could catch, too. All right, let's let's right. transition to Columbus. Got a big one this weekend. Mm-hmm. Got a big one next weekend in Ann Arbor at the Big House with yeah. the Buckeyes. But they got this weekend. They're 19-point favorites. They play a great Sparty team that's ranked number seven, over under 67 and a half. Uh, Sparty, one of, you know, the biggest stories of this college football campaign. You know, winner of this game, you know, is in the Final Four when the rankings come out this Tuesday. Yes. You would think. You yeah. Would, you would think. Um, you know, Kenneth Walker, Heisman campaign, um, winner of this one. You know, M- Michigan State wins, get control of the East Division. Uh, Buckeyes still haven't lost a Big Ten game under Ryan Day. I'm taking a look at the big difference in this game. Sparty's got the – despite having a good D, they have the worst pass defense – in the Big Ten. And C.J. Stroud and company host elite wide receivers. I think we're going to get lots of points in this game. And I like the Buckeyes to cover 19, and I like the over, Alvin. I like the over, but I do like uh, Michigan State to cover. I, I think they come within 19. In fact, I think they, they hang tough. I was going to say, do you think they cover, or do you think this is a game midway through the fourth? I think this is a game in, in the fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, because, I, you know, everybody saw it. Michigan State was just was, was not up for that game against Purdue. And Purdue just chased them all right on out. Old Purdue, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and so they'll be ready for the Buckeyes. And they said, this is our chance. If we're going to make the playoff, we have to win. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah. And, you know, the Buckeyes, that is true for them too. But I think Michigan State does come within 19. I don't think they'll win. I, I honestly, I would not bet them to win the game, but... I think they, I think they cover the nineteen. Okay, and 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 I don't think enough people are really talking about this, but this is the game, you know, where the teams that are eight 
eight and nine, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, you know, they're watching this game and they really need Sparty to lose. They need Sparty to lose. Get Sparty out of there. Right. Let's move up one slot. You know, listen, Notre Dame's not gonna get in the final four. Mm-hmm. But they could creep one spot a week and get up there. But if Michigan State wins this weekend, that's the worst thing that could happen for a Notre Dame or Oklahoma State because that just pushes Ohio State down to six or seven and it moves Michigan State up. People need Sparty to lose. They, they, if if you want to get Cincinnati in, Cincinnati needs Sparty to lose. Well, they <laughs> definitely need them. They would, they would love them to lose. Yeah. Then that's that would that's who would be breathing down your neck. Then, uh, you know, does Harbaugh finally? Get over on, you know, and then Ohio the next week State. you need Michigan then to that's lose. That's what I'm saying. Then you're just like, oh, God, we need Ohio State to beat them for the 11th time in a row or how many, you know, years it's been. Let's say Michigan State does lose tomorrow and, and Ohio State does beat Michigan in the big house. Then all of a sudden, you know, you got Notre Dame who's at sixth. Um, you got Cincinnati still sitting at five, Ohio State four. These next two weeks – it's really going to separate itself. Yes. And we'll get to this game later. Oregon goes to Utah. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go to that one right now because mm-hmm. this is one of those lines you look at. And, you know, those teams I just mentioned, get the Ducks a loss, get them out of there, and no more talking of the Final Four with them the rest of the season if they lose. And they're number three in the country, and they're three-and-a-half-point dogs Yeah, in Salt Lake City. I think they're going to lose. I've always looked at that one like, wait a minute. And if you great atmosphere. Or, yeah, if you've this watched is used to Oregon, and if you've watched Oregon play, yep, they lost to Fresno, and yeah, they, they're iffy. You know, like what? They're sitting at number three. Yeah, it's like re- you know, it, it's kind of like like really? really, they almost lost to Fresno. They, I'm they, sorry. they almost lost to they Fresno. Lost they lost to Stanford, Stanford. Palo Alto, right? And Stanford's no good. No, they're like 500. I don't even know if they're 500. Yeah. And when I say no good, I don't mean like Kansas no good, but nonetheless. They're not the Stanford we see, you know, a few yeah. years ago. And like year. I say, you almost lost to Fresno State. That's like, you steamrolled Ohio State. And then ever since then, you hadn't been anything spectacular. Barely beat Cal. Yeah. Barely so, beat UCLA. So you're going into a game against Utah who's looking at their record and mm-hmm. saying, like, man, we could have won both these games. We lost. Yep. Very easily. Number 23 in the country. Mm-hmm. Um Biggest game that they've had in Salt Lake City for God knows how long. For a long time. Long time. It's right. going to be because a crazy. Because USC fell off. Yep. And that was the thing. It was like, you know, right about the time they were ready to maybe compete with USC, USC was terrible. Mm-hmm. So they, you couldn't walk out of there with, that's a great win against USC. And, yep. then, you know, they're firing coaches and losing three or four games. And, yep. you know, that, that hardly matters. Look, there's a few games a year where you take a look at the line and you're like, you know, the number one team in the country is underdogs, you know, by a field goal at so-and-so. This is mm-hmm. one of those games. Okay, listen, Utah's defense is good. It's going to be great atmosphere, as we mentioned. Uh, Utah's offensive line is amazing. I think this game's going to be under 58 and a half. And I I want the Ducks to lose. But for some reason, Alvin, first off, I think this is going to be a great game. I'm taking under 58 and a half. But I just think the Ducks come out of there. And it's been a funky season. Mm -hmm. I think they come out of there with a win. So give me the three and a half, under 58 and a half. Sounds like you're taking the Utes and laying three and a half. I'm I'm taking taking Utah because I think Utah is going to beat Oregon. Do you have a feel on if this is going to be a shootout or a nasty? You know what? I really don't. Uh I I really, really don't. I I think one, put it this way. If Utah, you know, covers and covers, I don't mean by 20 points, but if Utah covers by, you know, touchdown, 10 points, it'll be a low-scoring game. Oregon won't ever get it going. Yep. You know, like it'll be, uh, you know, 
thirty to twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I that's I I think Utah wins that football game. I really do. I haven't been all that impressed with Oregon, and I'm not also buying into the well. Ohio State wasn't ready yet, and all you know all that you know like, oh that game really didn't count and blah blah blah. I just think that I Oregon is not that team that everybody thought they were after they steamrolled Ohio State. Yeah. And if they somehow escape there with a win, then they'll win the Civil War game probably. They'll play a Pac-12 title game that won't be that intimidating. Oregon, <laughs> they may find themselves in the Final Four, which would be absolutely unbelievable you considering get about, if, they if, lost if, to Stanford. If, if Oregon wins all the rest of their games, it's, it, you, how do you – how do You can't how, drop them. You can't drop them. I guess maybe you could. <sighs> That would be unbelievable. <laughs> well, that whole that whole CFP is unbelievable. Yeah, let's just. I mean, you got to think they're going to eight in that next year. Well, or or just somebody go sue, or something's going to happen. It's like we have got to look. This is ridiculous, <laughs> right? Even I think they're sitting there. That, like I said, I God, I can't stand that guy who's the chairman of. Yep. The, oh, sitting at his desk with that big smile on his face, like oh my God, makes you, you know, nauseous. Just, just please go to eight teams. And if you're number nine, sorry. Yeah. You know, that, that's you go deep enough now that if you're number nine, you know, you're, you're, what can you say? Right. And, I, oh, I just before we were on, like, um, who's eight right now? Uh, Notre, uh, Notre, let's see, Notre, Notre Dame eight. is nine. Eight is, um, no, Oklahoma State is nine. Notre Dame's eight. Okay. E- either way. Okay. Here's your ticket into the playoff. You have to go play at Georgia, okay? Both those teams would say, like, when do we catch the bus? Let's go. We, let's go. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Think about that. An eight seed versus a one seed, Notre Dame at Athens, that'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. Oklahoma State. If it, they, if it was Oklahoma State, you know what they'd say? Like, I don't, I think we can score points on those yeah. teams. What time's the bus leave? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I mean, enough already. We've been talking about this for how long? Right. Let, let's get to eight. Let's get to eight. All right. Well, that's going to be an intriguing one to watch. I can't wait. They flex that. That's the 630. I think game day's there, so that'll be on ABC there. Um, the Illini at number 17, Iowa. Iowa favored by 12 and a half. Um, actually, this is this is my lock of the week. We do have uh, an Illini team. You don't know which one's going to show up. You do not know a, which one is going to show up. I mean, are they going to get you know throttled or, or you know by um, you know Charleston Southern? Or are they going to go to Happy Valley and win? Um, I do like Iowa to cover twelve and a half in this game. A lot of people, the over under is thirty seven and a half. That's one of the lowest ones you will ever, ever see. Yeah, exactly. Two teams playing at that. I mean that that's twenty seventeen if yeah. it's a close game. Right. Illini does not turn the ball over. We know Iowa doesn't score, but I just think with the inconsistency of Illinois, this is the week where they do not show up. And I think Iowa's run defense will shut them down. I think Iowa scores a lot of points in this one. And I think the Illini score a few points, but I like over thirty seven and a half and I like Iowa to cover Alvin. I like I right. I'm with you on both, but on that caveat, I didn't think Illinois was going to go to Minnesota and follow up after that Penn State game. I really didn't. They got like 12 or 13 points, and they won outright. They just won outright and beat them. Not saying that Minnesota's a really, really good team, Mm -hmm. but they beat Minnesota. Yeah. And so they're coming into this game, and Iowa, 
you know, that whole thing where Iowa was, what, number two or number three in the nation at one point? <laughs> that was short-lived. <laughs> that was short-lived. Boiler up. Yeah, right. So they, you know, Purdue crushed their dream. And then who did they lose to after that? They uh, Iowa? Yeah. Um, well, they, they lost in Iowa City. Uh, they're still sitting at 8-2, but they lost to, uh, hmm. who did they look? Oh, at Madison. Yeah, that was, yeah. And you think to yourself. They got like, smoked in Madison. Yeah, and, hey, okay. Now they're at number 17, and the, the bloom is off that rose. So, like, oh, yeah, okay, number three in the nation, you know, right. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, so so you're riding with me on that I'm one. I'm riding up with both of you. Okay. And maybe Illinois Foolish. Now, do you know? Do we know if Belay is going to coach? He's not. All right. Okay. I didn't know if he had cleared. He's not or, coaching. Or, all right. And I, I, you know, who knows how kids react to that kind right. of thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Iowa to cover. Okay. And because oh. they could win by fourteen points and be in a dogfight most of the game. Right. Mm. All right. Now this is an intriguing one. Um, you know, number twenty-one Razorbacks and number two Bama. Bama favored by twenty-one. I see a lot of people thinking that you know Arkansas because you don't know. Speaking of inconsistent, you don't know which Bama team you're going to see each week either. Right. You know, are they going to come out the gates? Are they going to score twenty-one in the first quarter? Or are we going to have a lot of contests? You know, they've been in this year where they've been super sloppy and Saban's been pissed off. You know, mm. um, Arkansas defense is solid. It's tough to play in Tuscaloosa. Um but I think they can limit Bama's run game, and Arkansas can score points. You know, they've been a pleasant surprise. You know, they faded a lot, but they've won three or four in a row now, and they're back to number 23 in the country, I think. Uh, number 21, actually. 21. Um, Bama ran for six yards against LSU. <laughs> I I think I, I do like the under in this game. I think it could be a sloppy affair. And on the road, I'm going to – give me three touchdowns in the Razorbacks. I, I, I think Alabama plays – what will, what will be called its best game of the season because this is the time where they have to do it. I could see that. and uh, Just blows the doors off of right. them. And they got a practice game last week. What was it New Mexico State mm-hmm. last week? New Mexico or, State. Or, or was it New Mexico State the week before that, and then they played LSU? So I think that they were, they've been able to practice football and practice football hard, yep. not taking anything away from those two teams. And I think that it, 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 it will come into – you know, clearer picture as to what Alabama is. So uh-huh. I do think that they cover that against Arkansas. And maybe okay. Arkansas surprised me too. Because they're, like say, they're Jekyll Hyde. He's done a hell of a job there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Job. Absolutely. And then, you know, like they get beat down and I'll just, Lord have mercy on Missouri when they go there a week from Saturday. Great transition. <laughs> um, <laughs> great transition. Uh, you want? We're talking about inconsistent teams, but Florida comes to Columbia. I don't know how many fans are going to be there. Um, uh, yeah, that's that. That's yeah. Okay, but listen, yeah. the Gators have been sketchy against Samford, not Stanford, Samford, the right. Bulldogs, South Carolina. Their defense is horrible. The over-under in this one, let me uh, – I got to double check on that one. I had that written down. Um, I lost it. Florida is favored by eight and a half, uh, but the over under is like 67. I just want to double check here, Alvin. The over under is 69. Okay. People are expecting points here. Um, I really like this, almost was my lock of the week, but give me eight and a half points. You know, if I'm a zoo, I'm taking the eight and a half. I like the over in this game. I think we could hit close to the over by halftime. And I think Bodie has a big day for the Missouri Tigers and, and quarterback Connor Isaac does as well. Give me eight and a half, and I'm very comfortable taking eight and a half with the Missouri. I was too. 
And okay. quite frankly, I'm I'm with you on that. I looked at that and, and River High said like, who's Illinois to be given however many they were to, yeah. uh, earlier in the season? I said like, who is Florida to be giving eight and a half points to anybody? And <laughs> and, and Sanford put fifty plus on you. Right. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And then you have a coach talking about hey, every win is great. You know. <laughs> Yeah, say like, come on, man. They ready to fire you anyway. You shouldn't say no stupid stuff like that. You should just say like, hey, giving up 50-some-odd points is just unbelievably bad. All I can do is thank the offense for outscoring the other team. Embarrassing. And and call it a day, you know. But they're dancing in the locker room like, you know, they won <laughs> the, 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 their division in the SEC. Like, I mean, you don't have to bow your head in shame, but come on. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I like Mizzou to cover that eight and a half. And okay. quite frankly, Missouri could win this game. And then everybody would say, like, okay, now the drink with Sarah really begins. It's like, man, Florida is 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 not good. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, they're ready to bounce that coach, too. And, yep. uh, of course, now they're helped out. <laughs> that fan base is, is, is torn. Yeah. Because earlier in the season, they wanted a Texas coach. Why yep. didn't we get him? He tur- Apparently, he turned him down. Yeah, Sarkeesian. Too. Yeah, he turned him down. They're like, oh, see, this is what you get when you don't get a Sarkeesian to come in. And now, like, you know, Mullen probably looking like, hey, you, yeah, how you like me now? Yeah, Dan Mullen was, you know, yeah. <laughs> he was a toast of the town for a while. They're sitting there at 5-5. Five and five. They could be under 500. So that's right. gone you south lose in Missouri, a hurry. you're under 500. Uh, you yeah. know, it, it all depends on who they go looking for. Mm-hmm. Did yep. they call Cincinnati? You know? Did they do they call Lane Kiffin? Do they just throw an incredible amount of money? I do not like Lane Kiffin, but you look at what he's done everywhere he's gone. Every, guy, every, everywhere he's gone, he and wins. He's, and he, it, maybe he's matured enough. He uh, wins, right? <laughs> look what he's doing in Oxford, man. That's pretty incredible. No, no it's it, it is incredible, especially where they were when he took the job. What two years ago? This is only his third year there. Oh yeah, in fractions. Be- they were laughing, laughing yeah. stock. They're sitting there at eight and two and number twelve in the country. Right. And what Alabama smoked them, and then the other one was a good game. I mean, they could be at one loss. And if you're eight and two and you're old Miss, and and I think that was Arkansas, like the triple overtime thriller. Over, yeah, right. So if you if you're th- that team with that coach right now, you gotta be really really happy. Yeah, it just it's just a matter of if you can retain him. Please, Lance Leipold pulled some more miracles like that, man. We, he might not be a can. <laughs> worst nightmare, you know. All right, so let's see here. All right, well, that's the games for the week. Uh, not a light week. It's kind of top-heavy. A couple of big games, but throughout the board, not as big as games. But I'm sitting here looking at the college football playoff rankings, mm-hmm. Alvin. And, and the way this thing could shake out, I think Georgia and Alabama are both already in for the most part. And I think Ohio State's going to beat Michigan State and Michigan. And Oregon's got a good chance of winning out, too. Mm-hmm. Alvin, I can't believe this, but mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a good chance Cincinnati gets left out. Yeah, there's a very good chance they get left out. I think they would and rather. That's just embarrassing. I, I, I it's think a shame. The, I, I think the the CFP wants the four that are in to win out, and then they said, "Well, Cincinnati had his chance because you know somebody could have lost and all that, so we gave him a, a a fighting chance." But it'd be the same old story. One team is undefeated, and three teams would have a loss. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they did what they were supposed to do. They go to mm-hmm. South Bend. They went. They get win against Notre Dame. Numbers. Notre Dame is number eight in the country, you, right? I mean, right. what else do you want them to do? On the road, right. Yeah. You beat Notre Dame on the road, and you won all your games. And you smoke an Indiana team that was supposed to be good this right. year, and they're but, the laughing but, but, stock but, of football. Well, and then that whole thing where you, now we look back and say, like, well, that wasn't that great a win. Doesn't matter. You, you know what? Wait a minute. Hold it. That's a Big Ten team, yeah. and they beat it on the road. Yeah. 
All right. Now remember, when when other Big Ten teams have gone in there and beat Indiana in Bloomington, that's a feather in their cap. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how bad Indiana is. Mm-hmm. Remember Ohio State went there and we said like Indiana, you know, that's a house of horrors for Ohio State. And Ohio State just ripped right through them. That's a feather in Ohio State's cap. So why is it not a feather in Cincinnati's cap? Beat them on the road. I, yeah. That would be really bad, and it'd be it'd be a shame. It really would. Georgia beats Alabama. What do you do with Alabama? Yeah, they're sitting there with two losses. You can't let that them buy, in. They they probably would. They'd I, be a number four seed. I, I I I do not think you could let them in. I don't you, you, because it, everybody would say a two loss Alabama team sitting at a four seed would blow the doors off of Cincinnati. Well, here's the thing. You, you can't say that they will. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and with a straight face, you can't say that. Yeah. Maybe that would probably happen. But but you don't know that. Right. You don't know that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know I want Georgia to beat Alabama. I want and then if you put a two if you put a two loss Alabama team in at four, okay? Mm-hmm. And the other teams move up. Yeah. All right. Here's another problem you got. Georgia and Alabama would play back to back games. Who wants to see that? You know, Georgia would be one. Yep. And the only thing you could do with Alabama was put them at four. So they play back-to-back games. Who wants to see that? So tired of that. Man. that I know. It, everybody is, right. Unbelievable. Yeah. So just – and teams got blown out. Like, look, Notre Dame got blown out. Uh, Oklahoma got blown out in the mm-hmm. last few years. I. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk about them. <laughs> that um, – Oh, yeah. Every year, man, they they just cannot get it done. You know, that was a very disappointing performance in Waco. And they got beat. Right. You know. They, they just can't break through. They can't break through. And Lincoln Riley, can he, he's, he's got that offense going, and I think he doesn't have the Heisman Trophy, um, you know, elite quarterback. He's got two really good quarterbacks, and the kid was a freshman, ended up getting benched, mm-hmm. and just Baylor had their number. And beat them. And so thus, you know, that's it for Oklahoma this year. You know, the thing I keep on forgetting about, though, I'm reading here an article about how Notre Dame can get there. Cincinnati still does have to play the the American AAC championship game, but that would be against a Houston team. And I'm checking Houston's record Hmm. right now. Okay, they're nine and one. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they could lose that game. They could lose that game. I mean, they got SMU, I guess, at home this weekend. Yep. And then that's it uh, until the. championship game because i think cincinnati played on that um thursday that yeah that week zero or or right yeah so because i think they played all their games i don't think they have a game a week from saturday then smu and if they do it's probably against somebody bad that they will be well i think next time we talk which you know it's not gonna be on thanksgiving maybe Mm -hmm. not black friday i'm not sure but we'll (laughs) uh, things are gonna be a lot different um who your cowboys got this weekend at Kansas city I'm you going. going? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. You're going to Arrowhead. You uh, making a weekend out of it, or no, are you like no, going no, up Sunday no, morning? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I am going up, but I'm doing stuff around here uh, tomorrow. So I'm in younger days, Marty. I would have driven up Sunday and, and came back same day. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not going up there until a, a little later in the afternoon. And it's three thirty. It's a three fifteen. Three, three, yeah, three twenty-five even, and. Um, yeah, no big plans. I think I'm going to try to find some, you know, uh, super eight-ish, maybe not that low level, 
west of the stadium. Mm-hmm. So when the game is over, I, 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 you know, I would have checked out of the hotel. But I'm, I'm gonna pay the little. I'm paying like forty bucks to park like a, west of the stadium, right there on whatever road that is, and be like about one hundred yards from the to get on seventy coming back east. You going by yourself or with friends? Just me. Just me. Looks like you're going to have good weather there. 55. Oh, man, fantastic. Dude, I had pulled out the Cowboys coat and everything, and I'm thinking, like, man, I, we're going to get by you know, off pretty easy. Find for a it. windbreaker. Find a light jacket. Oh, I've got – Oh, I've, I, I'll still have some longies on underneath, you know. Right. Monday, but so it'd rather be a little warm than a little, than a little bit cold. But Should the weather's going to be a good game. Be, oh, it's going to be fantastic. KC favored by two and a half, over under 56. Probably going to be a lot of points. Yep. We can throw in a bonus pick here. You taking the Cowboys with a field goal? I'm taking the Cowboys to cover. Yes, I All am. Right. I think that Kansas City looked really good against Oakland, but boy, and they're playing better defense. Mm-hmm. But man, the Cowboys offense is, is it's rolling. It's 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 rolling. And you know, the, Dak missed a week and they had the bye and he didn't play for two weeks and that Denver game, they were just on drugs that day. And it's pro and college this year. Right. We're just one day. Somebody just like, what the hell was that? (laughs) You're right. That is a good point. It is in pro and college. Right. And I don't know what what it is. And I've heard people that, you know, comment on pro. So, like, it's a 17th game. So, like, in people's, you know, like, hey, 16, you couldn't get up for every game. Now there's a 17th floating around out there. It increases your, it increases your opportunity. Yeah. To just blow one, mm-hmm. even though you you know at some point over seventeen weeks instead of sixteen you're going to have one. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get to week fifteen, or sixteen, or something like that, it might not matter. Right, you'll be far enough ahead in your division. Um, but just you know, in the, just something in the back of your mind says like, man, this is a long, long haul. And if we don't have it one Sunday, it's not like we're going to get it. Like right. we're just going to get our ass kicked today. And right. that's what it looked like when they played the Broncos. Yeah, and then like Tampa. Uh, their game last week. Oh, yeah. They lost to the, uh, to the, to the Washington football team. At, at Washington. At Washington. And never had it together. Brady had two or three picks. That's right. You know, they just like, they just played just a horrible game. Yeah. Say, hey, welcome aboard. Look at the Ravens at Miami Thursday night. Yeah. Oh. Last week. <laughs> a week ago. Like, right. That was bad. That was bad. And everybody, it's just like every team's got, man, it's a little different now. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody said, like, there's no dominant team. And I said, that's correct. But. Even then, it's one thing to lose on a field goal at the end. It's nothing to just get spanked yeah. from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Right. Just like, oh, we just didn't show up. Yeah. College and pro. All right, my man. Safe travels. All right. Indiana, big win on the on the hardwood. Oh, uh, yeah. That. I did want to mention Kansas to you. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, they looked good. Kind of kind of marred, though, that game. I was talking to my dad mm. about it. That, that St. John's had a player, and every time – you know, he came to the foul line. the the mm. The student section was chanting a lot of vulgar stuff at him, and it lasted all forty minutes. Oh, was, I didn't. Uh, Bobby Knight would have back in the day. He would have went. He would have stopped that. Right. right. <laughs> no, but it was a good win. And Kansas. Uh, you know, I think Indiana's tournament team this year. You know, maybe mm. seven, eight, nine seed. Mm. Uh, who's KU got next? Oh, uh, we were Tarleton. Tarleton State. No, we had, we played Tarleton, and then it was Stony. Stony Brook was last night. Yep. And I'm not sure who we got at the beginning of uh, next week. I don't think we really play anybody. And, and then, then I guess Missouri is either the third or the tenth. Or wait a minute, the first is. Uh, so what is the one, two, three, the eleventh? I think we play Missouri on December the eleventh. 
Hey, while we're talking about hoops, um, okay, you got North Texas next on Thanksgiving. Um, oh, that's right. We're in a tournament. Yeah. Or someplace. I don't know if you're right. Round robin. The SIUE woman mm-hmm. last night won in Champaign. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice win. That's a nice win. That That's is a, a very nice, nice win. win for that program. So we got to give a shout out there. Um, nice win, and uh, yeah, go. And line I lost by a point to Marquette, and then I think Marquette got dusted by somebody last night. So yes, a uh, uh, Marquette team that's supposed to be pretty down this year. And SIUE, the men's team, actually went up to Marquette and gave them a game. So, oh really? Yeah, they right. they lost you know barely by double digits. Carbon did Carbondale beat somebody they weren't supposed to here? Um, I don't know. I need to check on that. But by the way, I texted you the other day, Loyola going to the A-10. Oh, yeah. No, I I was just going <laughs> to ask you about that, too, just bringing that up, too. Um, I'll tell you what, though. The Valley now. The Valley is. They better get Missouri or Murray State. Uh, is that what their play is? Yes, and they, they need to hit that play. I, the, NBC, Big time. They're in trouble. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know where the teams go if they scatter, but – you know, you just didn't hey, – what can you say? Who saw Loyola going to the Final Four? Right. And then, like, what, three years later, 316? Mm-hmm. You know, who mm-hmm. saw that coming? Right. So they got money getting thrown at them that they they had to go. Yeah. Guaranteed. You know, like we said, we're about to double our basketball income. Mm-hmm. And do they play – what, did they play Division 1A football or do they not even have a football team? They do not have one. See, well, that's the – that is the athletic department. Yeah. And a lot more. So, yeah, they had to take that money. So Missouri Valley Conference didn't do anything wrong, but funny how things change real quick. They better get Murray State. Yeah, my my daughter graduated in uh, from high school in 2017, and you know she, she really wanted to. You know we looked at different colleges, but she but she liked up in Chicago. So we like visited over like two trips or, or maybe th- uh, like every school, and when they played here in the in March, we knew we were going to look, you know, at Loyola at right. some point. I remember I took a picture there like. Their their mascot was Roadrunner or something <laughs> like that. And I said, like, this could be your future school. And they were new. They had just been in the conference like a, a hot minute. Yeah. You know? And here we are, you know, five years later, and they're leaving Missouri Valley Conference behind. And people were poo-pooing them because, well, they're not Wichita State. They won't bring any fans. And yep. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, see how that turned sorry, out. You see how that turned out. It's 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 wild world, man. It is a wild world, and I hope the Valley does get Murray State because that would be a, a good piece, and they bring a lot of fans. And they're every, a tournament team. Every year. Every year, right. I think they would win the Missouri Valley Conference. They, they're in the, the – um, They're uh, with the SIUE right now in the Ohio Valley in, Conference. Ohio Valley, okay. I was going to say, they're not in the Sun Belt. Or, right, okay. Ohio Valley. But they, they usually give that a run. Mm-hmm. They're usually in the championship game. Yeah. And so I think I, – I couldn't see that changing. Because you took the best team out of the Missouri Valley Conference. It's not right. like you're some other team left and you're coming in, but there's still a Wichita State mm-hmm. or still is a Creighton. They're you know they're long gone, and now you've lost the team that's what won the or played in the championship game what the last three years. Right, right. And then two of those years, that team made a run in the NCAA tournament. So you're coming in regarded maybe as the best team in the conference the second you get there. Yeah, that was a big blow for the Valley, and that, I did not see that coming. I didn't see it coming either, but that's one of those, Marty, where we probably could have seen it coming. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wait a minute. Looked a little deeper. Right. Or just the whole thing, we're like, man, the Missouri Valley Conference is looking great because Loyola's doing this, that, and the other thing, and we should have been thinking, like, ooh, this is like a this is like a coach that got someplace and, and 
was all of a sudden a top 10 team on a on a top 40 program yeah the coach is what everybody's like looking at mm-hmm. you know like, hey hey right so same thing with that team they now they say like, oh yeah big east heck yeah reunite with um well they never were in the same conference together but creighton yeah uh, what creighton butler butler is villanova still in it villanova yeah they're a final four team this year maybe y- you think so they're good, man. Well, just oh. ha- just ask Jay Wright; he'll tell you. No, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> and Marquette, and you know, uh, U- yeah. UConn, and Villanova's yeah. really good. Xavier, yeah, but yeah, they'll play him. That's good. That's good. Good basketball conference. Very good. All right, my man. All right, cool. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was gonna say I won't see you. Maybe won't see you next week. So happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. All right, you too, my man. We will touch base next week or uh, the week after. Thanks again for everybody tuning in. Yeah, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Happy holidays, guys. You've been listening to the College Football Connection podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN Sports Talk for St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday. With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.